Hello, I'm Kirsten. Hello, I'm Joshua. Hola, soy Kyla. And this is The Weird and Suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> um, you sounded like Dora. I think, I, was... I think that was the whole goal. I'm not 100% sure. If she dies, you could take over. I'm pretty sure there's been many Doras at this point. Oh, sure. There's a lot of them on TikTok. No way they're still the same Dora. Oh, hell no. You don't think so? No. Dora's been out since we were young children. I never watched Dora. Do you think whiskey and coffee would go together well? Yes, that's yes. literally it's called an Irish coffee. That's what Irish coffee is? Yes. Mm, I didn't know that. <laughs> Josh is like, is this like a thing? Do you think it would be good? And it's like been a thing forever. See, but I didn't like, know it was a thing. Technically, anything can go in anything and probably has for forever, but like. Yeah. Um. I don't know, like, how good it is. I've never gotten it, but, like, I know I've gone out to the bar with people and that's what they get. It's, like, it's, like, the manly man version of a fucking, uh, Red Bull vodka. <laughs> um. I'm pouring whiskey into this coffee and if it's bad, I'm blaming you. Uh, you're pouring whiskey into it? Is You poured yeah. it in the can already? Oh, yeah. I would have, like, put in a little cup and tried it out first. Do you think that I walk back my decisions? I'm drinking all of this, whether it's good or bad. I'm not drinking at all. I did try an espresso martini on Sunday, and it was good, though. An espresso martini? What was in it? I don't know. I didn't ask. All right. I just said Where was it from? Oh, Social Misfits. Mm-hmm. Is that a bar? It is a brunch place. I forget that Ooh. she's in Grand Rapids and I have no idea what it is. <laughs> I was in Kalamazoo Sunday night. We went to Old Goat. Old Goat? Yeah. It's just like a sports bar and it was Sunday and it, so that football was on and all the men and they were like, Aah! and Rachel and Ann and I were just sitting there eating our food laughing. Why did you go to a sports bar? Because their food is supposed to be good. And it was. Sports bars are usually always really loud on Sundays. Yeah, but their food was delicious. Old Go is, like, not as much. As, it is a sports bar, but it's not, like... Not, like, not, meetups? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, like, right on campus, so it's, like, a college bar. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that. What is the worst drink someone could order at a bar? A... Uh, watermelon Red Bull with Jaeger. A Jaeger. Oh. What made and you come Watermelon up with that? Red Bull. Oh, anything oh. with Jaeger. But with watermelon, that's extra gross. That's. Did you just come up with that, or did someone actually order that in front of you? I actually ordered that for myself. Mm. You Josh the bartender <laughs> came out from the back. And so first of all, the waitress was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Didn't really care. And then she's like, hey, like, are you sure you want this? <laughs> and then like maybe like two minutes after, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like I, this is this is what I want. <laughs> like two minutes later, the bartender came out and was like I'm not giving you a refund if you don't like it. <laughs> really? That's a really funny. And I drank it and it was fine. But apparently. Was it disgusting? No. I. It's not it the first it? time I've had it. I used Girl. to drink Jaeger in uh, Cranberry Red Bull, which is better. Watermelon yeah. is not the best. Yeah. But, uh. It wasn't okay. like it wasn't bad. It wasn't awful, but like I had to be asked three times if I was sure it was okay. Yeah, because so, you're ordering a psychopath drink. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's crazy. That is 
the worst drink and that you, you can liked order, it. Apparently. Oh, I think the cement ones, the ones where if you don't cement drink it fast enough, yeah, you're supposed to mix it so that it some. I don't know how you're to supposed to that. take a shot. You're supposed to drink it before it mixes, so, so that you're it's not. It's a cement swallowing. mixer. You're supposed to swish it around your mouth so it turns into like a cement like texture. No, you're supposed to swallow it before that happens. Are you? Sh- I yes. feel like are you're you sure? No, you are not. You're supposed to. T- you're. Sp- it's supposed to be taken fast so that it doesn't do that in your mouth. Pour both shots into your mouth. Don't swallow yet. Shake your head fast to mix everything up. No, I think that's like a prank. I yeah. think you're supposed it to. It literally like, is the no. first thing that comes up. That. It's you to yeah, fuck with people. people. How to drink this? It's to fuck no, with people. No, it's not. People. Every bar I've been to, every bar I've been to, they say, you drink it real fast, do not let it sit in your mouth. The bartenders tell you not to let it sit in your mouth. Why would they call it a cement mixer then? Because if you don't do it fast enough, then it gets gross, and that's why you're supposed to drink it really fast. The the shot that mixes Irish cream liqueur and lime juice curdles in the drinker's mouth and is popular as a prank. Yeah. It's not, you're not supposed to enjoy that. No, you're supposed to swallow it so it doesn't happen. (laughs) People are telling people to switch it in your mouth. Then I feel like that's how you're supposed to be doing it then. If it's a joke drink. No, that's what they're telling you so that it's gross. Now, people that order it and just, I I agree, Kyla. You should. If it's it's ordered just as a joke, then it's probably not meant to be good regardless. It's probably supposed to be like that if it's only really ordered as a joke because it's nasty. Yeah, but like if you know beforehand, you don't drink it like that. That's not like you tell Why someone to drink it. That has oh, never because you're like, get around a bit for like the table and then yeah. you just take it fast. That makes me want to throw up the thought of a shot. I'm not a shot girl anymore. I've decided this a long time ago. Also, I don't think the whiskey mixed into my coffee because like the first couple of drinks were like all whiskey and now <laughs> I don't taste any of it. You didn't like yeah. push it around a little bit? It's not like the coffee's really thick. Yeah, the coffee mm. is really That's thick. That's disgusting. Thick. That's disgusting. Oh, also as a secondary to that, uh, Fireball and Mountain Dew. Because when I asked the waitress if that had ever happened before, she said somebody ordered Mountain Dew and Fireball and the bartender also checked on them. Really? Yeah, that sounds terrible. Also something I have willingly drank before that instance. Why are you doing this? That was when I first started drinking, and I'm like a a child. Why are you the way that you are? (laughs) He's just sitting there with the biggest smile on his head, shaking his head like a bobblehead. (laughs) Okay, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck? Or ten duck-sized horses, or, or no, a hundred duck-sized horses. Oh, a oh hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah, but that's a, that's like a hundred. Imagine those cute little ducks. ducks. <laughs> you gotta kick them. I know. I feel like them. Imagine like the kicks that they would give you. You know how cute that would be. I would love every second of it. Ducks are sure assholes. Yeah, way. yeah. I feel like they're like the size of a puppy, though. Then I feel like I'd have a problem. Like a duck-sized horse would be about the size of a puppy. No, it would be the size of a duck. Yeah, but like, and I'm thinking of it within like oh. four legs, not in bird terms. They're about the size of a puppy. A duck is not the size of a puppy. Are they bigger? No. No. They're like tiny, tiny. I'm thinking of small, like a small puppy. I'm not thinking of like a fucking 30 pound puppy. I'm thinking of like a maybe, puppy. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Literal out of the I guess puppy. if it's like a small breed puppy. Ducks are pretty big. Not really. Yeah. You can hold them in between your hands. Every duck I've seen is bigger than that. They're like this big. Have you ever picked up a duck? No, but they would chase me when I'd ride my bike. They're they're small. I think these ones were big. Which ones are you talking about? By my house when I was riding my bike. Well, they they're must have big been ducks. Really big ducks, because average That's ducks a big duck. are not that big. 
I mean, maybe like if they put their wings out, they look bigger, but like. No, they were just Ooh. waddling around. Could you imagine <laughs> a horse sized duck I hate running that. at you with its <laughs> wings out? Uh, I just feel like if I was um, trying to fight many horses, I would feel like I was kicking puppies. Mm, yeah, they'd probably be biting you too. I don't think I would like that feeling. I feel like I'm a terrible I know, person. but just, just imagine them <laughs> like. Imagine how cute leg. they are, and then you gotta fight them. Like, <laughs> imagine like just this teensy little horse just trying to hundred of them. you, but like their hooves are too tiny, and so it doesn't really hurt when they kick you. But but they're uh, there's a hundred of them. That's a lot. No, oh, yeah, but their little legs are gonna be so tiny. <sighs> what is your favorite Disney princess, and why? Mine has always been. Mulan. Nope, not Mulan. I'm lying. Pocahontas. Mm. My mom used to buy me a bunch of Pocahontas stuff because I was obsessed with her. I don't think I watched Disney princess movies when I was young. No? No. I don't think we I watched, really watched a lot Nemo. of the basic ones. We watched um, Lady and the Tramp. Does she count? Uh, Dawes? <laughs> yeah. Does the dog count? I like. Princess? I like. Um. I like. What is it? The Princess and the Frog. Is that the one that's in New Orleans? I like yeah. that one. Tiana. Yeah. Josh, what's your favorite princess? I don't think I have one. Are you looking, I'm looking them up through the right list now? right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I knew Tiana so quickly. I was. That's my I favorite. Was like one of my favorite Disney movies. Cause I like the uh, the Shadow Man. I like his song. I don't know um, what that is. I'm sorry. What is that? A Disney thing? The sh- sh- Shadow Man. Is um, that not what? Aladdin. No, it's in the <laughs> Princess and the Frog. Oh, oh! I, I haven't know. seen it in a while. Uh, yeah, I don't think not I really watched watching that one. princess movies in okay. my. Yeah, no, it's he's like the main I've, villain in that in that show. I mostly just watch like the un unconventional type princesses. I think I was more into the like kind of more realistic, you know. Yeah, I'm instead not of like one hundred percent fairy tale. Yeah, I'm not but... gonna pronounce the name right, so I'll go with the movie. I liked the one from uh, Brave, I think. Ooh, yeah, I liked her too. I'm saying the newer ones are a lot better for sure. Like Moana is a pretty good one. Even like Elsa is a pretty good one. Yeah, I like those ones. Yeah, I like the new ones. I like how they're a lot more um, feminist. Diverse. Yeah, Just, that too. Yeah, diverse. Yes. Well, and they're like, we don't it's need like a man. More realistic. Yeah, it's just a we little bit more realistic. We can survive on our own. Instead of obsessing over men. Nobody likes those. Oof. Is soup something that you eat or drink? You eat soup. That's a silly question. Both? I had this conversation earlier today. <laughs> you did not. You drink soup. You, you swallow. What soup? You take sip. Oh, okay. You, you know what? I think you do drink it because oh. you're not chewing. You might be able to eat some of the some of the ingredients in the soup, but you can't eat soup itself. So, we I legitimately did have this conversation about uh, somebody who ordered wonton soup, mm-hmm. and they're like taking forever to eat it. I'm like, it's soup. You just drink it. You know, they, uh, and so it they is, sipping it by the spoonful. I think, it, and they're like, I have to chew, and they're like the wontons. Oh. <laughs> Those are okay. like the wontons themselves, but it's like wonton and soup. It's not okay, like but how many wontons are in the soup that it's taking you that long? So it wasn't like that long. I'm an impatient little bitch. Oh, uh, okay. But it was like a solid like 15-20 minutes that they were like eating the soup. Okay, that is a long time. It feels like a long time. Sometimes right? you just kind of want to hang out when you're eating, you know? It's not good for you. And I think that's what they were doing, but still. You just drink the soup. You just you take the little sippy sip. 
Uh, you, I, you eat everything with the spoon first, and then whatever's left. If you didn't, because you got you got to get like the perfect ratio. So if you there's some are... vegetables, you need some soup in the spoon with the vegetables. But I just like I drink some I like... thick. I eat some thick soups. I think compared to you guys. So like, tell me a soup. Like I don't know, chicken and dumplings. So like the dumplings you have to chew. Yeah. But like, let's go with like chicken noodle soup, cheesy broccoli soup. Uh, I can I can only Tur-broccoli, think of broccoli. Oh. Like I I eat white chicken chili, corn chowder. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I put I a lot like of stuff in my really soup. A, I don't. I feel like chili, chili is kind of a separate soup. category. It's not really it's a, soup. a soup. Like, would pot roast be considered a soup? No, not no. unless you're not unless you're so chopping then how it up. So it's like the soup. same thing. No, it's not. There's it's so not much soup. more wa- liquid in chili than there is in pot roast. Oh, there's is there not. really that much liquid? There's a lot of liquid. Where does in the liquid come roast? from? The you beans. Use, no, you but use you're chicken not, like, or beef. Water in there. You use chicken or beef stock when you make chili. I guess, but it's not like like a soupy texture. Wait, like chicken chili so, so a chili cheese dog. I don't eat red is meat a chili. Soup? No, I don't eat regular chili. I eat white chicken chili, which is soupy. Okay, so you're that's an exception though. No, that's still chili. It's white chicken chili. It's, it's kind of an you hurt me on the inside all of the time. <laughs> what? Well, I don't eat regular chili. Showing <laughs> like, that regular chili, the default chili, is not a soup. No, because Kirsten, please let me speak for a little bit. I think it I depends on what kind of, who makes it, because I've had some soupy chili. Like, actual chili. Oh, come I on, I can fucking Kirsten. make anything a soup. I can make a salad a soup if I make it wrong enough. <laughs> Depends on who makes it. Would you time travel to the past or to the future? To the past to erase my existence from this podcast. (laughs) Stop. I would rather go into the future so I could steal lottery ticket numbers and be rich. You can't come back. I can come back. Oh, can you come back? It just says would you rather go into the past or the future. Would you rather travel to the past or the future? I'm saying that you get to go back to where you were previously. So I'm saying future so I could win the lottery. Oh, yeah. No, future would be the best. But if you can't go back, I feel like the past. Past, yeah. But don't you think you would kind of just be like walking around and be like, all right, I already did this once. We're going to get through it. And like you're just like waiting until you get to the moment where you wish to go back in time. Are you capable? of changing things yeah i think so yeah yeah but like okay so did we want to stop slavery and the holocaust or okay yeah okay so like like do you think you could stop slavery and the holocaust like actually no like one person could not I think if, like, if you are able to change things, you know what I mean? If someone from the future goes back to, like, a specific time, I feel like there could be some persuasion in at least, like, changing it a little bit sooner, at least. I think even if you, you know were I mean? to kill... If you have proof about things and you kind of, like, prove that you are, like, from the future... I like they would all think you're crazy. Practice. No one yeah, would believe you. No one would believe you. Not one person. And even if you went back in time and you killed baby Hitler, that doesn't mean that there is not going to be another Hitler type person in the future. Well, yeah, I agree with that. Because then things change, so you don't know what's going to happen. And now that bad thing, you don't know if it was just bound to happen or not. So then you just prolonged and whether or not it's bound to happen i just don't think like you can guarantee like maybe killing hitler i think maybe killing hitler could make like a good level because hitler was kind of like bad his (laughs) own thing well no like slavery was like a whole like 
yeah. societal thing. Yeah. But Hitler himself was just, like, his own dude. But, like, people kind of have always disliked Jews. Hitler didn't, like, come up with that idea. So it's not necessarily, like... Yeah, and it's, like... The reason it people worked still is because Jews. people already wanted to like yeah. have it be a thing. So I'm sure he but wasn't the still. first guy to be like. Well, he definitely wasn't first. His idea wasn't completely original. No, I just feel like obviously you kill baby Hitler, yes, but I feel like it's still a possibility that something like that would have happened. But what I'm saying is, if you only have one trip into the past, use it selfishly. Because what if you use it selflessly and it doesn't even fucking work and you just wasted your entire life? because And you then you're not born. The, the middle of nowhere, into, into the past, for no reason, to try to do something and you fail. Like, what if you try to go kill Hitler and his mom's just like, no. What are you going to do, kill her too? <laughs> and then she like, bites you and then kills you. Like, it's and not you like got you killed by Hitler's mom. In baby Hitler's little crib and suffocate him. Like, you're going to have to, like, figure out where he lives and go do it. Like, yeah. And then you have to, like, live with the fact that you just killed a baby. baby. And then, (laughs) especially because if you can't go back, you won't know. And then, like, what happens if the war just, like, starts and the Holocaust starts happening again? And you're just like, I killed that baby for nothing. Yeah. That would suck. I mean, it'd be Hitler, You'd have though, to definitely honestly. know it was baby Hitler before you're just killing babies, though. Well, yeah, no, you could, like, definitely kill baby <laughs> Hitler for sure. But, like, how do you know it'll actually work? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, obviously, yeah. Do it, but it's a, it's a big guessing game. Yeah, I, I guess... There'd have to be a little bit more to it besides just going to the past and going to the future to be able to change something like that. Yeah. I feel like you also need a whole team to, like, first to do something so, like, to change something so wild and big. Thanks for convincing me to be a piece of shit. (laughs) So instead, I'm going to go to the past and be the uh, fucker right in the pussy guy before he was. Oh my god, yes. Alright, so I got a bunch of uh, stuff about exorcisms. <gasps> oh, yay! Today, they're just—it's just um some stories. We love exorcisms. Yeah. So there's it's it's a string of short stories. They are supposedly true. What are you doing, Josh? What is that? <laughs> Josh. He's like he's like a dog that has something he's not supposed to have, and as soon as I ask him about it, he just stops making noise. Hi. Anyway, you're not gonna tell us what that was. I don't. I'm eating. I'm eating food. Are you eating the table? <laughs> Is this like one of those? This is one of those weird situations where you have a creepy food fetish and you like to eat strange things that you're not supposed to eat. <laughs> it's a pizza. That's not what it sounded like. <laughs> it sounded like you were taking some chomps out of a wood table. I didn't hear this. I think Chyla's hallucinating. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. She didn't hear it? He was... <laughs> That's why I'm laughing so hard. I'm done. That's what was happening. You guys are just pretending like that's not what happened, and I know that it is. Yep. You cannot convince me otherwise. Anyway, most people may not know what it's actually like to be an exorcist. Uh, exorcism <laughs> came to everyone's attention with the release of the 1973 film The Exorcist based on the book The Exorcist by William Peter Blatty. The author drew from the real-life exorcism of Roland Doe, but exorcism has been a part of virtually every religion throughout recorded history, which... With that being said, also makes me kind of believe that 
these people are just crazy and they're doing this stuff um, to make it seem like religion is real. Um, His name was Roland Doe. But question. Yes. Huh. Roland um, Doe. In a way, isn't that just what speaking tongues is? Is like That's exactly what speaking tongues is. Speaking tongues is 100% fake. I just feel like how how do those people not need to be exercised is my question. They're speaking gibberish, isn't that? Because point? one is supposed to be like a language of the Lord and then it's Lord. given to you I know, through like, the Holy Spirit. The, the it Lord. just seems a bit odd. It's very uncomfortable and it makes me very uncomfortable. So if I ever like come down to it, if it ever comes down to it and I need an exorcism, I could just be like, no, no, no. It's the Holy Spirit coming through me. And then they'd be like, oh, okay. Never well, mind. usually the the actions are different. And what the people are doing and saying are completely different for these two scenarios. They aren't really something that go hand in hand. I know, but I just feel like if you're doing one, that you could just say that's what the other is and call it a day. And you're not that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I concur. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Ancient Babylonian priests performed exorcisms via a voodoo-like rite. Ancient Persians were saved from demonic possession via holy water and the Bible recounts many times when Jesus Christ cast out demons from people believed to be possessed. These are the spookiest ghost stories from each state. 1778, exorcism of George Lukens. Um, English tailor George Lukens was behaving oddly, speaking in strange voices. That's kind of funny. Making inhuman noises and singing hymns backwards. In a Ooh. ceremony held in Bristol's Temple Church, seven priests commanded the demons who'd apparently taken over Luke and soul to leave once and for all. When the ceremony was over, Lukens recited the Lord's Prayer and thanked the priests. This was one of the few recorded exorcisms with a happy ending. I don't really understand what a hymn is. Is it just a song? It's just a yeah. Just any song, or does it have to be like a religious song? It's a religious song or poem of praise to God or a God. Okay. okay. All right. Gottlieben Didis. In 1842, German villagers noticed strange goings-on at the home of a 28-year-old woman named Gottlieben Didis. Uh, she claimed her house was haunted and soon began sipping, slipping in and out of what others described as trance-like states. But it was only when a religious pastor commenced an exorcism that things got out of hand. She became violent, requiring physical restraints for two torturous years. Wait. Two years Dur of exercising? During which the pastor performed various exorcism rites. Oh my gosh, she vomited glass, nails, and blood, of course. Finally, she informed everyone that the demons were gone and stated that Jesus is Victor. This what? seems like a, a weird scam to just torture this girl. But also They're secretly like feeding her all this stuff so that they can show that she's throwing it back up. Yeah. Yeah, That's it's not creepy. like those came from nowhere. Like, yeah, they didn't just form inside of her. That's not a thing. It 19, is if the devil has anything to do with it. The devil is all about pleasure. And if anything, she'd probably just be having <laughs> orgasms all the time if it was the devil. The conjuring. The devil made me do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the devil made me do it. They start exercising people when they catch, when they catch them masturbating. Um, 16-year-old 
from South Africa, Clara Sell, was heard making a pact with the devil and soon began behaving erratically, tearing at her clothes, growling, speaking in tongues, and demonstrating superhuman strength. That's a little bit wild. In... 1906-1907, two priests perform exorcisms on Clara, during which her skin burned when touched by holy water, and her body levitated in front of 170 witnesses. But after a noxious smell was observed leaving her body, Clara was deemed free of evil. She literally levitated. Beautiful. It's kind of funny because, like, what's the smell? Like, did she just rip ass and everyone's like, oh, yep, it's gone now. Sulfur. She straight up farted and people were like, good enough for me. (laughs) She actually just shit herself. (laughs) She was just constipated for that whole time. she's making all these weird grunting noises and she's just constipated like she just really needs to shit. Mm -hmm. That is hilarious. 1896 Anna Eklund apparently that's not her real name but it's the one people associate with this classic American case of demonic possession. Thanks to the 2016 horror film The Exorcism of Anna Eklund the girl The real girl was born in 1882, and her name is unknown. Her father accused her of being possessed by the devil at age 14 after she refused his sexual advances. Disgusting. Yep. After several years and two lengthy exorcisms interspersed by foul play, thanks to Anna's father's love... A woman named Mina, who practiced black magic and introduced another demonic possession, Anna was finally freed of her demons in December 1928. Um, Different kind of demons. How would that even... <laughs> right. Like, I'm sorry. Did you kill her father? Okay, but like, so he was like, okay. Basically, he was like, my daughter won't fuck me. She's possessed by the devil. How did how does that even count as one of the stories? Men just that's disgusting. 1949 wow. Roland Doe. Oh yeah, that's one that was mentioned. 13-year-old boy in the records of the case his name was changed to Roland Doe to protect his privacy. Uh he was mourning the loss of a beloved aunt when he began seeing and hearing strange things. As the possession worsened, Roland began demonstrating violent superhuman strength. His parents took him to St. Louis in 1949 for a weeks-long exorcism, now known as the St. Louis Exorcism. Very, very odd. St. Louis for an exorcism? Gotta be the St. Louis Exorcism. Yep, yep. It's, um, they're, they're creative people. This is the story on which The Exorcist is based. Roland screamed, cursed, and attacked his exorcist until a quote-unquote miracle, according to The Exorcist, finally led Roland out of his trance-like state. The boy simply stated, he's gone, found out what the director of The Exorcist saw when he witnessed an exorcism in Italy. Um, I feel like Italy is a really big place for exorcisms. Well, also, now that I'm reading some of these stories, it kind of just sounds like people don't like... It's it's pretty much like the witch trials all over again. They're like, mm, don't like you, don't like what you're doing, I'm going to say you're possessed. Now you're going to have to deal with being tortured until you admit that you're free of this thing that has yeah. possessed you. Well, it, I feel like it's also a lot of parents... Accusing children, their own children of being possessed. Yeah. That's what it is sounding like. So, that's that. Dang, exorcisms are so... Like, are they legal? I was, I was expecting those to be a little better, but... They weren't. 
They weren't that great. What a like what level would be considered just straight torture? I mean, tying them to the bed in any kind of way seems like you're crossing a line. I think once you restrain someone and you start throwing water at them and yelling at them, (laughs) I think most people are going to start acting a little bit strange when when things like that are being done to them. You shouldn't tie your kids to a bed. That makes me uncomfortable in many different ways. And, like, I feel like a lot of this is just, like, their kids misbehaving. And they're like, yeah. it's a double. Yeah. Or not wanting to fuck their parent. Ugh. That's disgusting. Ugh. I don't like yeah. that. I want to know if exorcisms are legal. I would assume. Probably. It's not really. I feel like they have to, like, the person has to go through, like, psychological testing before they're just like, yeah, do an exorcism. You can't put them through psychological testing if they're possessed. Exorcism is protected by law. Interesting. I want to talk to someone who's had one. Probably considered like a a A religious act. Yeah. But Um, then, like, who can determine? Like, could I just walk into somebody's house and be like, "I'm performing an exorcism." Like where is the um, line? I think if it's a a religious leader has to be right. if it's so it's got to be like a religious leader, and I think also has to be like a very religious family. But I think mm. yeah, probably. I if feel like they if it's make, a religious household, then probably yeah. I feel like they do make people do like make sure that it's not just a mental illness before they assume before they do an exorcism. I don't know. How are you going to do that if they're already possessed? Quote, unquote. That's what that's what it is for, to see if they are possessed. And then if if it's not a mental illness, it is possession, then they do an exorcism. Okay. That's what I always have. And I could be wrong, because I'm pretty sure my knowledge of this comes from movies, which, like, are not real. Um, yeah. So... But to me, that seems like the most like, okay, go ahead and do them now. But like, can we make sure it's not like something else first? <laughs> right. Any more thoughts or questions on exorcisms? No more thoughts or prayers for the exorcism. <laughs> if anyone has had one, please write us in. If anyone has spoke tongues and feels like you made it up, please write us. The Bridgewater Triangle. Have you guys heard of it? No. It is 200 square miles in the center of Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I have a really hard time saying it. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Is that right? It's a hard word to say. It's a lot of. Yeah, I think you probably, if um you're trying to say it right, you'll you probably need to keep making that same face that you made. <laughs> no. Okay, um, and then I just put ghost, haha. <laughs> um, so there's ghost, true crime, and some other things. And it is around a swamp, the Hockenbach Swamp, um, which some people, words. yes, they're uh, native words, some of them. Um, some people refer to it as devil swamp or the place of spirits in the 1600s it was a battleground between the natives and england and they would like hide in the woods and you know, the swamp because like you know it's your area you get them to come into the swamp that you know so you can kill them okay that's what shrek does <laughs> yeah <In his> swamp. <laughs> yep. yeah 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 um so it was the King Philip's War is what it was, and uh, it did not end well for the natives. Um, and it is a lot of people think that this is where the hauntings started, um, but some people also just think that the swamp is bad and that's the reason that there was a war because it like is putting out negative energy into the world and being around it's going to make you want to fight. I don't know. Okay. And then there was also a bunch of UFO sightings. Um, May 10th of 16, or no, 1760. 
so they go way back to UFO sightings and they're like, oh, it's like a weird bright light and a loud sound. So what is the first ever recorded UFO sighting? No idea. Okay. Recorded or reported? Yeah. Okay, so that was a question. Recorded or Either recorded? Either one. Like if someone wrote it down in a book that they seen it, that would be like a reported. about the first reported one, and that was soon after they first made a movie. Okay, I want like I am thinking more like people that wrote down in their journals, like yo, we may have seen a UFO tonight, and if they called it a UFO or what they called it, I don't know. I mean, there's, like, those hieroglyphics that people think are UFOs. Yeah, 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 that's true. But, like, those aren't, like, we're interpreting those. So. Yeah, but aren't we interpreting everything? Yeah, but, like, it's, someone's like, yo, I just seen a UFO in the sky. It's different than, like, hieroglyphic. I can't say that word either. Ugh, I don't like these words. But, like... What if I'm like, oh, hey, my friend saw a UFO in the sky? Or even better, like, whatever the first UFO sighting was back in the 1800s, they're not alive now. So how we're just interpreting what was written there. Yeah, I'll take their word for it over a drawing. That is... But it's like, we we still know what they were going for. I you don't not in a drawing. It could be they could be like, oh, we would just made a hot air balloon and then we're like aliens. I'm sure if there was multiple drawings, which I'm sure there were. There were probably lots of similar drawings. Maybe I haven't looked that much into the ancient drawing things. Um, in 1908, they saw more lights and they said that they looked like hot air balloons. But all of their hot air balloons were accounted for. Um, And then in the 1960s, UFO sightings in the area got even bigger. And in 1976, two UFOs were seen landing near Route 44 near Taunton. Tauntaun? I don't know how you say it. Tauntaun? I think it's Tauntaun. Diamond-shaped, glowing, and, and like, green in the sky. And some people have seen red lights moving weirdly. Um, people have also seen Bigfoot. In na- 1970, a lot of people seen a big, hairy, ape-like thing with two legs. But sometimes, Kylie, you're going to love this, would be running around on all Do not. fours. Do not. <laughs> Are they sure it wasn't a bear? No, it was like a human. An orangutan. They don't have orangutans in Massachusetts. Okay, but what if one got over there and people were like... It's not an orangutan environment. It's cold and snowy. But a lot of people seen this. Okay. Um, And they seen it was over seven foot tall. I don't think orangutans are that big. It's a girl. And they had footprints. So, I mean... Monkeys have footprints. Do orangutans not have footprints? It's not a monkey area. There shouldn't be monkeys. Was it a shoe print? And that it was a footprint. There shouldn't be monkeys in that area. Monkeys have very human-like feet. I know, but I'm just saying that like they wouldn't survive for people to be seeing big feet for multiple years in a row. I think they would. Mm. Not there. It's too cold. It freezes. If they're smart. I don't know. They would not that many. They would die. They wouldn't make it. Did you ask them? There is a reason they're not naturally in our woods here. And that's why the people thought it was so strange that they saw one because it made it out over there somehow. (laughs) Oh. Okay. One time, Bigfoot stole a guy's fish, apparently. In 1972 or 78, I didn't get more details on how he stole said fish. 
He walked up, grabbed the I fishing really pole, hope that he, like... Continued reeling that shit in, <laughs> and then the unhooked it and walked oh, away with it. <laughs> I was hoping that the guy, like, reeled it in and was, like, so excited. Because he's like, oh, my God, it's a big fish. And then Bigfoot just comes and takes it off and then walks away with it. <laughs> he, like, gently, gently grabs the hook and pulls yeah. it off nicely and then walks away. When the guy is, like, so excited about his big fish. Eats it raw. In 1978, two guys shot what they thought was a bear, but when they shot it, it cried out like a human, but they knew it was a hairy big thing, and it ran away, and they found fur with blood caught in a tree. They knew it was a hairy big thing. (laughs) Come on! These are all just like orangutans where there shouldn't be an orangutan. They really are. They really are. It wouldn't are. survive in that kind of weather. In the same year, two police officers felt the back of the end of their car lift up and they looked back and they said it was a giant hairy man holding up the car and then it ran away and it was about seven to eight feet tall. Also, I don't it's think. It's a gorilla. It's <laughs> a gorilla. Are they that tall? They're huge. I think so. I don't think it's a gorilla. I don't. I they don't survive in the snow. And that's why it's so strange that they they're can't... in the area. No. That's the reason it's getting reported. Because something is in an area that it's not usually in. It wouldn't make it. It wouldn't be able to procreate and survive. I don't know a why you're denying it so hard. gorilla can survive in the snow. <laughs> How do we get a mountain one? I don't know why you're denying Bigfoot so hard. Mm, you non-believer? It's definitely not real. 1970, this guy and some of his friends, when they were little children, ran into the swamp because they liked playing on it when it was iced over. And about a mile in, one started screaming, there's a huge hairy man over here. And then they all turned around and seen him. And they ran back home because they were so scared. And then on Monday, they were like, yo, did you see that? And they're like, yeah, we seen it. That poor guy has like a hair growth disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he in the woods? Why is he just chilling out there all the time? <laughs> Everyone makes fun of him in public. He goes they've, to the woods to be by himself. They've had huge cats, like African just cats. around with all of his hair. They found one decapitated in 1993, and it was an African, no, it was an African varval, varval cat. Is that cat not supposed to be over there? No. How is it surviving? We don't know. It wasn't. It was decapitated. It was dead. Right, but it survived long enough to get to that size and get decapitated. All I'm saying is, these things are Um, getting in weird environments they're not supposed to be in. had their cat let loose. (laughs) okay some of them but not bigfoot they have seen giant birds thought to be thunderbirds they have giant red-eyed dogs that kill horses and farm animals giant snakes have also been seen and then also this is where the pukwudgie lives and it means person of the wilderness it is a wampanoag folklore They are mischievous, but sometimes good. They are magic, and they have gray skin, troll-like short, or two to three feet tall, big nose. Sometimes they have smooth skin. They use bows and arrows, too. And then in 1990, William Russo would walk his dog when he got home from work at midnight, and then he was like, yo, we're going to take a different way, doggy. And then they went behind his house, and they were walking down the road behind his house, and then the dog was really scared, and it was a Rottweiler, and she was shaking in her boots, and then he heard a high-pitched wail and seen this thing, and it was saying, Ewan Chu, Kier Kier, over and over to him with so his hand. So that's definitely interesting, but why did the Rottweiler have boots? It didn't really. <laughs> no, I think it had boots. boots. <laughs> I think it had boots. <clears throat> and it just kept saying, E, E, one, two, cure, cure. 
And it was small, three to four feet tall. It had two legs. This one was covered in hair, a pot belly, and big eyes. And it was holding its arm out. And they didn't tell anyone until he was super old. It's pregnant this whole time. It's like, yeah, this motherfucker had a pot belly. (sighs) Yeah. He thought it was saying, we want you here, here. Like it was trying to speak English to him. Is what he thought. Or maybe it just doesn't speak English. And you want to <laughs> hear here means something else. <laughs> maybe it was just making noises. Maybe. It's an orangutan. No. <laughs> they have, people have seen orangutans though. And like. Orangutans aren't real. They are real. But like a loose one that someone had as a pet and it shouldn't have had. Um lost my spot okay there is still over a thousand graves and they are over eight thousand years old bones are still being found in the swamp and when people go into the swamp they say that they feel like they're being watched or followed maybe by a puck wedgie um some feel sick and uncomfortable and they also have lake nepanicket oh i don't know if that's how you say it i'm sorry um people call it lake nip uh, refer to it as the Lake of Doom. People say that when they're on the lake, they hear monkeys, and some have seen a red-haired orangutan, different from Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot doesn't have red hair. Oh. They... Bigfoot's not a ginger. We know that, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. People will see phantom fires. Someone Sometimes they'll have tri- tribal dancers and chanting on the shore, but when they get closer, it disappears. But they can't hear, or no, they can't feel or even smell, like, the fire, like, the wood burning. And this lake is only six to eight feet deep, but it has, like, an odd amount of drownings in it every year. And this place has literally rained frogs. How does that even happen? Like, just... Where are the frogs coming from? Where do the frogs come from? The sky. No, do, do no, they no, get no, born no. up there? How do the how do they get up there? I don't know. Um, there is a bunch of random rocks with carvings in them, and like one has just like a weird handprint in it. Like somehow the rock grew around their hand. I don't know how you get a handprint in a rock. That to me is like a little weird. Um, you just hit it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story on the Bridgewater Triangle. Um, there's like some true crime things. Like they think that there's a cult that's been walking around in the thing because they'll find like weird cult like things. And there's been a lot of other like murders and true crime things there. But it's just an overall spooky, spooky area. I think a cult sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. We were going to make one, weren't we? Yeah. I want to. We have a we yeah. have it. I have the audio saved of how we do it. Makes sense. Nice. I made sure I saved that. Good, good. Yeah. All right. Do well, you still have all of those recordings of me getting all my Thank stuff? Thank you for listening. This was the weird and suspicious. <laughs> Bye, Josh. Um, I think so. Yeah. All right. Good night. Deuces. Beep, beep.